Vodka, chips, fucking soda, beer, pizza, wings. It's like, be original. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. It is so good to talk to you. It's been a little while. It's so good to talk to you. I didn't know why you missed last week, so I think I may have uh, startled some listeners because <laughs> I said, I don't know where she is. You didn't get kidnapped is is <laughs> the main thing, right? Well, I, I actually am recording in someone's basement. I, I don't know where I'm at, but I'm, I'm at least here. At least they gave you the Wi-Fi password. They're very kind in that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> What is this, like morning radio? What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. On this show, we will talk about the Monday episode with Ali Rosen and the Thursday episode, number one tooth podcast, Disappearing Butts, Renee Colvert quiz. But first, little Rafi, let's do some shout outs, shall we? How about you go first? All right, because I've got a ton. Because, you know, when I miss a week, I feel like there's lots of people I need to thank. First and foremost, little Rafi, shout out to you for holding down the fort last week when I last minute had to go do some important stuff some family business shall we say and you uh were here you and jen uh took over and it was actually really nice to have a to be able to listen to allison's show without having to take notes because it just felt like ah (laughs) but then i fucking missed everybody so i'm glad to be back and thank you for being there uh was this family business uh like that early simpsons episode where they go to family therapy and they're just whacking each other with foam paddles or whatever <laughs> that's every week i i thought you were going to talk about the tomaco plants because <laughs> that i can get on board with too <laughs> my other shout out is to Brittany, of course for being a good friend and congratulations to her on opening her own hair salon so if anybody is in the austin area and wants some fucking rad hair go see Brittany at the blonde leopard so i love you Brittany, and i'm really fucking proud of you and i can't wait to hear more about it also shout out to demian i'm sorry for everything you're going through and we love you as well all right do you have any uh shout outs rafi i sure do first and foremostly also i just learned of this but yeah demian's wife is going through some stuff so hopefully uh everything's okay over there um shout out to leanne because she is offering to buy allison's book for people that don't have the money right now i know it's tax time so hey anything helps especially when it comes to supporting allison and also shout out to Brittany because last week at the end of the episode during uh the required mandated shout out that you uh forced me to do uh when i signed my bff contract (laughs) (laughs) i mentioned that i need her to do my hair and now she has her own salon so now i really can't afford to have her do my hair but if i ever get to go to austin again 
and my hair is still this ridiculous length, I will for sure be stopping by the Blonde Leopard to get my hair did. I think you and I just need to head out to Texas again, and we'll have to both get our hair did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting my curlers in right now. Perfect. Are you going to go blonde too? Because I want to go blonde. Mm, You know, I don't got the body for it. (laughs) Oh yeah, I don't either yet, so you're right. Okay. Actually, you do. I don't. Okay. Let's talk about Monday. Was that a crack at my man boobs? No, because you're skinny. You have to be skinny to have blonde hair. I can't pull that off yet. I need to lose a few LBs. I'm I'm down a half of a pound, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> Has nothing to do with my cycles. All right. You know what? Before we talk about Monday, how about some kernels, kernels? Long overdue kernels, kernels that we started a long time ago and kind of forgot about, but it's really important because it's Colonel Jeff. And they're always good. Except really quick, last week, one note, uh, Colonel Jeff and his gunky throat. Mm, Don't know how excited I am about that. (laughs) So yeah, he was talking about his tonsils being uh, problematic. Yeah. So I not on board for that, but I will take care of him if he needs that. So let's talk about Monday with Allie Rosen. She is a cookbook author. She has a potluck podcast. This sounds like something I would like to listen to, but I am a huge fan of potlucks. I'm guessing you probably aren't. I feel like men, and I'm going to just be generalized, generalizing here, but whenever we throw a party, everyone in the neighborhood always asks, oh, what can we bring? And it always just becomes a potluck. It's not like I say, hey, we're having a potluck party. It just turns into that. And the guys always just bring beer or wine, and then the girls always make something. And it's just how it is. So I don't know how you feel about potlucks but i love it my friend hosts the super bowl viewing thing at his house for like the last i don't know five years or so and i realized early on that every time you ask someone what they're gonna bring uh, mostly men i should say it's like oh chips fucking soda beer pizza wings it's like be original it's like ring dings and pepsi yeah right So I was like, you know what a guy never offers to bring is a fucking dessert. So I made it my mission for, I only did it two years, but two years in a row because I haven't been back to his party. But I was like, I'm going to bring dessert. But you weren't invited back. (laughs) I was invited. And then I made... Can I guess what it was, please, before you say it? Uh, Sure. Was it ambrosia salad? No, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) No. (laughs) So the, the last... I think this was not this year, but the one before uh, I was dating Rachel. It was early on. And I was like, all right, so here's what I'm planning on making. I was like, I'm going to make a tiramisu and then I'm going to shape it like a football. <laughs> and then so we did a a test run at her place and we made it. And I thought it was fucking amazing. That's a lot of work. That's like a huge, that's a really nice dessert to bring somewhere. Right. And I thought it tasted great. And I was like, it's a lot of effort, but it's kind of worth it. And I ate the whole practice uh, tiramisu. <laughs> and then when it came Touchdown. game time, yeah, <laughs> it, it came game day or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't end up making another one for them, which is fine because uh, now I don't really want to hang out with this guy very much after his, uh, he and his wife uh, had some unfavorable views on gay adoption. Oh. So I was like, I was like, eh, you know. Our friendship was, you know, not the strongest to begin with. So it's like, if I see him, you know, it's fine. We'll chat or whatever. But I don't need to hang out with them every week. And you don't need to put together a tiramisu for his sporting event. 
Yeah, especially, you know, I mean, they have a kid. It's like now that kid's like at an age where it's more annoying than cute. So I was like, "Mm, we have one of those two and the parents don't like really care about what the kid does. So I have the kid like will just get food for itself. I'm like, how about I make you a plate? Like you don't need to put your hand in every goddamn thing. Uh, By the way, always runny nose and always hands in everything. I was like, oh, do we have to invite them? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but on potlucks, uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan, but at least if I am invited, I will bring something and I'll try to make it different than, you know, I went to KFC, uh, got a bucket of chicken. (laughs) Which, when the person that shows up with, like, the whatever chicken or whatever it is, that usually is the first thing to go. So it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. But that's nice that you go go above and beyond. And I think the potlucks of yesteryear were definitely, like, I forgot who was saying it. Oh, if aunt so-and-so made that, like, steer clear of that thing. And then, like, I always had an aunt. She always made, like, the fanciest food. But every time there would be a dog hair in the food. Every time. (laughs) Like, I'm just not going to be eating out of that. But I think with our group of the people that we do our potlucks with, it's like, I trust everybody. And it's always like, everybody always goes above and beyond like, Oh, I'm going to try out this new recipe and bring it. And it's always like, Oh my God, I want that. I want that. I want everything. (laughs) That's nice that you bring stuff and you're thoughtful about it. I I wondered if it was like a pressure, like, Oh great. Now I was invited to a party. Now I have work to do, (laughs) you know? I mean, I I get excited to try out new recipes, but if all else fails, I mean, Pepsi and ring dings. How can you go wrong? (laughs) I was literally going to do that for our group recording, just have ringings and Pepsi on the table, and you would be the only one to get it. Isn't that what matters, is that we get each other? Yes, it is. We have Seinfeld. What else is there? (laughs) What else do we need? Oh, right, Allison. Okay, so Allie Rosen was talking about the fact that she did not want to change her last name, and I couldn't really understand the last name that she was saying that her husband has, but it was a horrendous last name. Was it Corbich? Or Gorbage? I couldn't understand what she was saying. Yeah, I think it was something like Gorbage. And no one said anything like, of course you're not going to change your name to that. That's fucking ridiculous. Like, that trumps quants in so many ways. Yeah, but you know, it's it's for love, Lisa. Oh, hey, okay. Don't even get me started. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and start myself. I find changing the whole change of the name process, yeah, it's fucking hard. But so are relationships and so is marriage. So... So what? So you started off with like, hey, I think it's, I like tradition. I think it's romantic. I like, I was, well, also I didn't want to be a Saze anymore, but because I really didn't like my family, but I was so excited to change my name. Like, I just felt like that is like a rite of passage for me as far as like, it's not like, oh, someone's ruling over me now. It's just like, we're coming together as a family and I like men to be in their roles and I like women to have their roles. I very much like tradition. And that's just for me. It has nothing to do with anything, anybody else. I was excited to do it. It was, it was cool. I don't know. I, it was a step towards becoming one. And I think it's pretty awesome. And now for the counterpoint, uh, how about some men start changing their names? Okay. Get a vagina. (laughs) Get a vagina, make your tiramisu, shape like a football, and (laughs) go change your name to Phillips. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with either way. I just, for me, I just couldn't wait 
for that. It was exciting. Like I never really, as like a kid, thought about my wedding. I wasn't one of those kind of people to get all girly on it, but I really liked the tradition of things, and I think it's it's special. Uh, it is hard. It's very hard. Every little thing. I still have my last name on like one thing that I'm like, ah, eh, it's fine. I'll just leave it alone. But yeah, I don't know. It's nice. But I think with Allie and Allison, they have a different, they have a little bit of a different thing, you know, where they have, their name is in public. And with Allison Rosen, I mean, she already has a theme song. She already is known for her first and last name. She should have changed it to Quance a long time ago if she was going to. And actually, I think she should anyway, but maybe just in her persona could still be have that name. So that's a little bit different. Obviously, I'm a nobody. So of course, change your name. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Okay, so on the subject of Allie and her name, her real name is Alexandra. Do you think that counts as shortening it and making it Allie? No, I don't. I, I didn't think so either. I was like, I don't know, maybe Alex or... I've never heard of an Alexandra with an Allie. It's always Alex. And then I recently heard like of an Alexander that was named... Z his name was Xander. So then they were talking about Xandra, which... Okay. <laughs> Might as well just take Corbitch too. <laughs> but Allie for Alexandra, no. That sounds like you wanted your name to be Allie and you hate your name. My thoughts exactly. Okay, good. At least we're on the same on the same page on that. I liked Allie for her view of how she raised is raising her kid to eat food because that is how I raised my kids. I we didn't raise them on kids' menus and they now like all that kind of crap because I got fucking lazy, but also they're old enough and they've been around enough. They're like, this is bullshit. We're not eating this tofu crap anymore. But when my kids were younger, they, first of all, it was vegan or vegetarian for the most part. And they ate whatever I was eating. I, we never, my kids didn't even really like kid food for a really long time, which after a while I was like, okay, we're going to a kid's party. You're going to have to eat pizza or something. And they were like, eh, like they didn't like any kid food. It was kind of weird, but I liked her view of what well, people say. Well, they're not going to eat that food. It's like, yeah, they will. If, the, if that's all they have, that that's all they know. They're going to eat that. And it's better to introduce them to those things because my kids now will try all the weird things. And my son is a little bit more picky but he likes things that are kind of different for kids to eat. My daughter will try whatever. And I think that's a better way of starting their, them off. Yeah. And another thing she said that I thought was notable was that she mentioned that if her son doesn't want to eat whatever they're eating, then go to bed hungry. That's fine. And nowadays it's like, it's like call child yes. services. Yes. Like, oh my God, they're starving their child for eight hours. You know, it's like. It's so crazy, but like my mom would always say if she made something and, and we didn't want it, then she's like, then don't eat. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I remember having to sit at the table while everybody's outside playing after dinner and I wasn't allowed to leave until I finished it or just go to bed. Like, you're not eating. I'm not making you anything else. And I have fallen into that where I'm like, oh, okay, I'll make you something like a little bit different or you can make. Now the kids are old enough. If you don't want what we're eating, just make yourself something. But in general, I'm like, you're eating this. This is what I made. It takes time for me to go shop and to cook and now we're all sitting down and eating you're not going to eat like a pop tart like no but yeah you can't send them to bed anymore like it's child abuse now mm -hmm. they talked a little bit about the all the allison rosens and she had <laughs> this i think is very funny the lady that accidentally gets allison's emails she had her call in and leave a message i thought that was very funny <laughs> and i think if that Allison and then the one with the knitting podcast, if all of them were on, that would be 
I don't know if it'd be just uh, more like it's fun to think about or if it'd actually be a good show. You know, I think this would be a terrible show. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Allison <laughs> and to Allie, but I remember when I was working at the post office, there was a guy named John Smith, and he told me that whenever he would meet another John Smith, they would be like so excited and then he's like it's a common name like who cares and then one guy that he met named john smith told him there's a john smith club oh no and we get together and we do stuff and he he was like like what are we gonna do get together and talk about our name like hey i'm john smith hey i'm john smith (laughs) and i thought that her having this lady email uh like send her a a voice message i thought it was kind of similar i was like it's funny to be like, oh, this lady gets my emails and I get some of hers, but it's not <laughs> a show that fascinating to play a message where she says, hey, Allie and Allison, it's Allison here. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> I know at first I was like, oh, this is going to be somebody. And it's like, no, it's actually nobody. And Allie probably thought the same thing. Like, oh, you're having someone cool call in. Oh, it's just someone that shares our name. Cool. Yeah. I mean, this is a lady that even Allison knows very little about. So it's like, except her name. If, if, yeah, if she would have left a message that explained who she was, even a tiny bit, it would have been at least somewhat listenable. But she literally got on and said, hi, have fun, bye. Okay, so what you're saying is I need to change my name to Allison Rosen and then I can be on her show. I, that's all I heard. You know, Trice once mentioned that you're like a step away from like single white female taking over <laughs> Allison's life. And I'm starting to think he's right now. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. That totally threw me off. <laughs> All right. So I really liked Allie being on the show. And until <laughs> until her mothering opinions and her beliefs. I, OK, so her opinion is more like a belief to me. It's kind of like believing in the tooth fairy. It's like well, you can believe that, but your opinion, okay, everyone's uh, everyone's allowed to have their opinion, but I do feel like mothers actually do make a difference in their kids' lives and that they do know you and raising your kid for a month and then bailing is kind of like, I don't understand why you had the kid, but maybe that's the new way of life nowadays. I just thought like her cockamamie way of parenting, like you go from like, okay, you're, you know, you're cooking and you're, you know, making them eat the food that you eat and turning them onto good things. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, after a month I just bailed and they don't really know you until they're five. And it's more fun than for me as a parent. And by the way, uh, being coming from a background of being a nanny, all of the moms that hired me to raise their kids were very much the same. They're like, eh. We don't want to do, we don't want to do like that stuff. We would just want to do the fun stuff. Like uh, if it's like a birthday party where it's going to be at a yacht club, then I'm going to go. If it's a birthday party where it's at Chuck E. Cheese, you're taking them or, you know, whatever it is. Like they only want to be on board for like the fun. They're old enough to do their own things kind of part. So I can imagine she probably got a lot of uh, hate emails or hate tweets or whatever after all of that. Yeah, I, I forgot about that part. I don't know. I guess because... I think of a child needing the mother more. I kind of agreed with her. I was like, yeah, what the hell does that kid know? They're, you know, they're not going to remember this, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You are. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, everyone can have their own opinion. I do feel like mothers are pretty important in kids' life, but that's what I feel like I was put on this earth to do is to be a mom. So like everything else is just whatever. Like I want to raise good people and I feel like 
that's not being done in the world anymore. So, you know, I'll get off my high horse now. <laughs> One more thing. Do What do you think about no substitutions at restaurants? Hmm. Yeah, I found that it's kind of when you see it, it's usually not the best restaurant. It's not like super high end and it's also like not like super low end. So I think the last place I went to was Father's Office, uh, the burger place that Daniel talked about. And they give you like this burger, no substitutions. And I was like, that's fine. Uh, I, you know what? You're kind of you're right. I, I never thought about it. But when it says no substitutions, it's usually at a place that is kind of a lower end kind of a place where they're like, we don't want to fuck with it. But then there's the higher end ones. It doesn't really say no substitutions. But if you ask for anything, they're like, no, the chef wants it this way. And your palate is not refined enough to understand that this is the way it should be. And like that is kind of like, you know what? Maybe I don't want this one ingredient. I want a different one, but I'll still just go with whatever they say. Um, it reminded me of comedians in cars when they went to that coffee shop and he asked for sugar and they're like, we don't, we don't have sugar. Like we don't, we don't allow that. Like you're not allowed this. We know how you're supposed to drink coffee and it doesn't go with sugar. So bye. <laughs> well, so I found that at like higher end places, like they want you to be happy. So if mm. you're like, can you do it like this? They'll be like, oh yes, right away. Of course. And then like at the low end places, like they don't give a shit because you know, <laughs> right. They but make it I, a point I, to say no egg white omelets on the menu. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like somewhere in like the middle ish area where it's like slightly kind of pretentious but not yes. like it's not like super fine dining that's true like it's hipstery it's like they have a mixologist not a bartender but i feel like if you go to one of these places and it says no substitutions i feel like that's the deal like you're going here it says no substitutions if you don't like if you're like i want ketchup and they say no ketchup on my hot dog or whatever then fucking leave or keep a bottle in your purse or whatever, you know, put it on. <laughs> or go to Burger King, whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. So I feel like it is somewhat pretentious, but at the same time, it's like order you know what they're what giving you. Into. Yeah, right. or, or just go somewhere else. Like, why bother? All right. Do you have anything else from Monday before we go to Thursday? No. All right. We were her little green bananas in coconut milk sent in by P. Alani Rec. I believe is how you say her name on Patreon. She sent that in and apparently she was in Hawaii and she sent in a bunch of things. I don't know if you read through those at all or if you ever do, but it sounds kind of gross. Yeah, I don't uh, normally read all the submissions, but green bananas, does she mean plantains? I don't know if she means plantains or unripe bananas. I'm just going to let you in on to a secret. They both suck. <laughs> it's no secret. You're right. I used to like plantains at the cuban place that i go to and then i got really over like the slimy like nah but i'm interested in trying tostones though the little fried patty ones but i still haven't done that whack yet. as fuck <laughs> and green bananas i don't need they're like waxy and like starchy and coconut milk it sounds much better than it actually no it's good in some things but eh, i'm good you know sorry Payalani, if you're listening i I think I need to go to Hawaii because poke bowls, I'm on board. Totally. But fucking like Hawaiian barbecue, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. It's trash. It's total trash. It's like going, no, it's like KFC. Like, no, you don't need that trash. Pass. So Allison's book came out and uh, Tropical Tire and Courage and other phrases that scare me. I ordered mine and I know you ordered yours, correct? I sure did. And I already have the audio book. Supposed to get here today. So we'll see. 
Maybe it'll get here while we're recording. I, I know that when the Amazon guy got here earlier, I'm like, ooh, oh, no, mine's not coming till Monday. So I have a little time to wait, but I'm pretty excited about it. And I think that's really um, exciting for Allison. That's kind of a major thing to have a book published. So I hope that she's feeling all the all the feels and not like rosinating on everything. Yeah, from what I've listened to in the audiobook already, it's very funny and it's... I can't wait to see all of the illustrations. Uh, yeah, it's it's super exciting, and I'm happy for her. And Randy did the cover, and Daniel did all the illustrations inside, and of course Jeff did all the editing and audio stuff. So mm-hmm. it was a real team effort, and I think it's uh, a sum of its parts uh, being greater than the separate parts, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to let you keep on going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm also super excited for her book signing. That's May 11th. And I'm bummed that you're not going to be here. I feel like you spent your money to come here for this damn show. (laughs) You could have come for her book signing. Uh, but it's May 11th, which is her birthday. And I'm thinking that whoever's going to the book signing in LA, we should all get together and celebrate her book coming out and her birthday by going maybe to the Cocos that she went to on the Doughboys or some other restaurant that we talked. What, what was the restaurant they went to for their anniversary? Oh uh, shit. I don't remember, but don't go to, don't go to Cocos because it got a terrible rating on Doughboys. <laughs> really? That's not the Cocos I know. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so. <laughs> For real? Yeah. No. Oh, that's like as common as Denny's around here. Okay. Also, I was thinking, and this just came to me today, but I think that everybody that's going should wear tropical attire. I think that would be kind of fun. Yeah, Jeff will uh, start asking you where you got that shirt. Mm. Will Jeff be there? We know Daniel will. And you know he'll be wearing a tropical shirt. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he'll be there, but I'm hoping so. Do you remember that place we went to to eat um, coal? Oh, no, drinks with Joanna. We went to Coles. Do you remember that place? Yes. So I was thinking, I think that was pretty close to that bookstore. Because I remember walking by that bookstore and I was like, ooh, that place looks awesome. And I'd never been in there before. So now I get to. But that place was really cool. I ate there with Brittany when she was out. That would be a fun place to all go. But it's not really Allison related. We did get a new Allison related place to go to. The Highland Roasters or whatever it was called. <laughs> uh that co- that coffee place is that what it was called yeah. <laughs> or was that just the team of guys that that roast people on the street <laughs> <laughs> there was there was some coffee place that she mentioned that daniel went to a lot so now we get to go there yeah well i i thought there were a couple of new places just in the past couple of episodes so people in la that are going and who listen to the show and can remember some things uh come up with some ideas we'll go out We'll do an Allison uh, group lunch or breakfast or dinner or something, and that would be a lot of fun. I was going to mention this later, but might as well do it now. Good luck with that, Lisa, because apparently Allison fans in the California area are a bunch of California assholes. They (laughs) didn't go to his fourth anniversary of the junk show or whatever anniversary it was. And, you know, my first instinct was to say, what the hell, Megan? Were you too busy uh, fucking editing some soccer guy? What the fuck, Ray? Was it your daughter? daughter's graduation again (laughs) hey jen uh you know but then uh, you know understandably that was my first reaction but then i realized no we do enough true 
I'm flying out from a whole nother state. You guys are representing whenever you can. How about these other fucking people? She has like 25 million right. downloads of her podcast. We're like fucking 30 people. How about you other fucking <laughs> cocksuckers who are not going to hear this anyway? Step it up. Get out there. Fucking support the team. You know, got to let them know you're out there. Paint some letters on your fucking chest. Go to the junk show and say, hey, honey, Huntsberger, I'm here because I heard you on Allison's show. What about all these fucking blastronauts that were so uh. sad when the podcast went away? Where the fuck are these people? Yeah, where are the, um, what do they call them on Space Cave? I can't remember. The burger something? <laughs> something that... Uh, Space Burgers, maybe? Uh, I call it the burger... I don't know. Fucking, I listen. I should know. I remember at first he's like, I don't really like that. And like two episodes later, he's like, hey, Burger Meisters. <laughs> I think it's Space Burgers. <laughs> I support that motherfucker on Patreon. So, I mean, I feel like we are doing a lot. And I was totally going to go to that. Demian was going to come down for that. He's a little bit, he's got some stuff going on. And you know what? Who did he say couldn't go? Oh, Allison and Daniel in the same city can't go because they have a baby. I've got two kids and it's L.A. on a Sunday. Like that's an hour and a half for me to drive out there and I guess not drink because I got to drive home. <laughs> eh. I really want to go to it and I feel bad that I didn't, but it was I didn't put all of this together that it would be all during Easter and Easter break and like I was just too fucking busy lately. So sorry, you honey. You know, it's it's okay because he's coming to Denver again in the middle of June. So I will be going to see David Huntsberger here in Denver two days before I go see JKJ in Atlanta. And believe me, I'll I'll be telling him this is not representative of all Allison people. This is just representative of you goddamn California coastal elite oh, douchebags. Who won't leave, won't leave the confines of your fucking overpriced one bedroom apartment. <laughs> because apparently, uh, there's no good Instagram photo opportunities Ooh. at wherever the fuck he was uh, having this show. You people make me sick. Uh, what letter are you gonna paint on your chest? A, R, I, Y, N, B? Um, F? Z? <laughs> Okay. Well, you will you will represent all of us that couldn't make it. <laughs> I feel like we support. We go. I feel bad that we didn't go, and I feel bad that he noticed. So maybe I'll make a little more effort to get out there on a fucking Sunday. Also, I thought it was funny that he's like, not one listener showed up. It's like, did he poll <laughs> everyone? Yeah, because how'd when, you hear about when this? You met him. You said he was kind of like distant and not like there and maybe people just didn't want to go up and say maybe there were some there yeah i mean you never know but still not uh not the impression we kind of we we want to make no because i mean i'm flying out to georgia to see jenna so i feel like we we go the distance when we can it's it's a thing so i i'm sorry huntsberger i meant to go and i feel like we let him down so we're just gonna have to go and represent I'll get uh, like burger necklaces for everybody. All right. I think we've talked about enough about that. I know you're probably not old enough for this yet, but are you having a shrinking old man butt like Daniel? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've never had much butt to begin with, but uh, no, it's not shrinking currently. It's probably getting bigger uh, <laughs> with, with my uh, 
terrible diet and whatnot. But I did remember that episode of the uh, King of the Hill that David mentioned, and I will not be getting any orthotics. <laughs> I was thinking butt implants is like the last thing I would think of to do, and any of that stuff. Like I barely comb the back of my hair. Like I really don't give a shit what I look like from the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. But I wonder if it's from like all this like office jobs. I wonder if people have like shrinking butts quicker because there's a lot of sitting on their their back ends. Uh, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But if you are interested in some posterior um, rejuvenation, look <laughs> up Dr. Miami. Uh, he can help you out. I think I need more of a frontier rejuvenation. So I'll work. That'll be like literally the last thing that I do. It'll be like that and then like my ankles or something. Like I really don't give a shit about either of those things. But uh, yeah, I... I think that they're totally onto something, though. When you see old people, the way they dress, it's literally not about fashion. It's about, like, function and comfortable. Because I used to, like, let's say, like, okay, going camping. I like to, to rough it. In my mind, I think I used to sleep, like, literally just on the ground by the campfire. Now, like, when I get down on the ground to do, like, all my calisthenics that I do all the time, <laughs> it's fucking hard to get up. <laughs> Like, it's not, like, aging fucking sucks, and I'm only 42. Like, this isn't this isn't good. I, I'm scared. I'm scared of all of the ailments. I've taken care of old people, and even, like, I take care of my husband's parents now, and, like, with whatever ailments they go through, like, they're in and out of having cancer or knee replacements or whatever it is, and, like, this weekend is my son's birthday, and my father-in-law is worried about the restaurant we're going to because he has a hard time getting in and out of chairs. So, like, we have to think about chairs chairs now, like, because he could fall, you know? It's just like, oh, like, I don't want to have to live like that. Yeah, it's a great life we have to look forward to. Ugh, not interested. Maybe I need to just start, like, CrossFit and be, like, a crazy, like, fitness person that can, like, still do cartwheels at the age of 70. I can't do cartwheels now. <laughs> I could never do a cartwheel. Let's be real. All right. Allison talked a little bit about her mammogram situation. And I I am now of the age that I was supposed to get a mammogram and I have not done it yet. I will be doing that probably in the next few months. And I'm really fucking scared of it, not because of cancer, but because everyone says it hurts. And I'm really fucking scared of doing that. And I realize I'm preaching to the choir talking to you about it, Rafi. But it's fucking freaking me out. So... I know you can't relate. I'm so sorry. Can you tell me what you were talking about? Because I just saw the most disturbing thing I've ever <laughs> seen on Instagram. <laughs> Please tell me it wasn't mammograms um, that you I looked up Dr. Miami's Instagram page and he has like surgery videos. Oh, and holy fuck, I did not need to see uh, any of this. Do, I forget what I said. Do not go to Dr. Miami. He's a butcher. He will kill, <laughs> he will kill you if not just, uh, God, uh, what were you saying? Sorry, mammograms? No, no, I think we're good. You know, I want to go to the plastic surgeon. Oh, who's the guy that's on one of the housewives' husbands? I don't know. That's why I want to go to Dr. Debro. Yeah. I think he's a real miracle worker. I, I need some miracles up in my life. <laughs> mm, I don't like that name. Too urban. <laughs> okay. So Allison's really big on, she's wanting to 
promote her show, which of course she should. I mean, 25 million downloads is probably not enough, but she's talking about everyone should retweet her show. Um, I retweet her show every goddamn week from two accounts. I, I do sometimes forget and then I have to go back and redo it. And she's probably like, Oh, Lisa's retweeting me now because it's like notification after notification. I try to do it every week and then I'll forget for like four weeks. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to retweet like 12 things right now. But I always retweet her show and I thought maybe I was bothering her. And I thought, well, I always do. So you guys all need to do that too. You, you're right. I feel like I should retweet some more. But at the same time, I feel like uh, I, one, I don't have that many followers. And two, everyone that follows me is already a fan of Allison. So I thought it's... of the same thing because I thought, okay, I'm retweeting to people that already are following her. So, of course, they're going to already see her tweet about it. So what's the point? But I still fucking do it. I'm out there in the trenches retweeting. <laughs> and you're a saint for that. Thank you. Finally, somebody gives me some recognition. I, I mean, I'm just JMOs for Aeros, so what, what, who am I? Who am I in this big world? So, the Renee quiz. How did you do on the Renee quiz? I did terribly. I think I got one question right. Oh, wow. I got four. So, did she have eight questions? I got four, so I got half. I think it was seven. Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, I got four right. Um, they seemed very obvious to me, and maybe it's because I almost felt like she said some of the same things from like, okay, if I was saying this, I would be saying, I would throw these in there for fun. It just, I think I related to her a lot on the, some of the things, but it made me think that maybe we need to have a BFF quiz. I was actually thinking how this would be a good way to get to know someone uh, that you, if you're just hanging out at the bar, be like, just come up with a quick five questions and we'll see how well we can guess your uh, history. Um, but I I think the reason I did so poorly uh, was because I was trying to decipher how she was trying to trick us. Yes. I think I was kind of like Honey Huntsberger. I was like, I'm going to come up with like some deductive reasoning as to why she's wording these questions like this and why the choices are these choices. And then I think that just threw me off completely. I don't know why I did so poorly last week on the alley quiz, uh, but either way, I did terribly on both. I tried to deduce some things, and I think that's how I got some of them right. The last one about the restaurant, I obviously knew that she worked at Hooters, so why would you throw that in? The other ones were just throwaways. And so my first reaction was Chili's, which was the right answer. And I'm like, no, I'm going to try and think about this. Maybe it's whatever. And that's when I second-guessed myself. So I would have gotten that one right if I would have gone with my instinct. But all the tattoo talk, though, first of all, a tattoo artist that denies you two things Either they're real snobs, which tattoo artists are real assholes because I'm friends with a lot of them and they're not mean to me, but I've seen them be like, that's dumb. I'm not tattooing that on you. Or there's maybe he was caring and he's just like, yeah, that's a good respectable person that's going to say, you're not going to want this. It's like tattooing someone's name on you. A lot of people won't do that because they're like, no, but that's also job security. Like you're going to be covering it up later, tattoo guy. So get over it. But all the tattoo talk really is making me... I'm like I'm itching for some something new and I want I want like so many more tattoos and there's not enough money or time to do any of it. Also when you get older they hurt way more. Uh get as many tattoos as you want as long as you don't cover up that sweet piece of toast. God damn it. <laughs> I don't think I could. It would just look like even more of a bruise than it does. But 
I want like my legs covered. Like I just want I want to finish my right arm. I want to I just want a bunch. I don't know. What do you think about tattoos on the chest area? Um I mean, I think it depends on the person. I think it works. Uh you have a ton of tattoos, so I think that would work for someone like me. I don't know if that's the way to go, but anything is a step up from this trend of idiots getting tattoos on their faces. Oh god. That's like no. I don't understand that. Even necks. Sometimes people with neck tattoos like I it's okay for some people, but you really have to you have to be the right person for that. In general, neck tattoos and above, no. No bueno. And chest tattoos on girls, I think it's kind of hot, but also it can look really gross too, so you have to kind of like really be careful with that because I mean, it's your money maker, so <laughs> yeah i think it depends what you get also because when i see women with like words or like a, a last name or something like that it looks horrible you look like a stripper at uh, my favorite club down here saturdays jk i've never been to saturdays but i hear mm-hmm. things uh but if it's like a... we'll go when when i come to colorado that'll be fun <laughs> yeah right oh. you're coming to colorado <laughs> <laughs> If you do, we can go to Saturdays. Okay. <laughs> uh, just, just uh, you know, wear shoes that you're okay with uh, throwing away after. Oh. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I feel like if you're going to get a chest tattoo, it should be more like a some kind of art pattern, floral, I don't know what, but not words. It looks horrible. True. This reminds me of my husband and I went to go get, we do have matching tattoos. We went to go get tattoos when we were at Lyle Tuttle's shop in San Francisco and the matching tattoos is just something we liked. Like, we'll just pick this and it's not like, if anyone saw it, they're not going to know that it means anything. You know what I mean? It's not like words or anything. It's just whatever. But the person in front of us, <laughs> this bride and her boyfriend, super white trash. We saw the artwork that they were, they were talking and then they left and we like looked at the artwork that was sitting on the counter and we're talking to the guy. We're like, this is what she's getting. And it said property of Pistol Pete. And <laughs> she was going to get it on her chest. Property of Pistol Pete. That was her boyfriend. <laughs> she was going to get that on her chest. I'm like, no. What? And it was like super janky, like prison artwork. Oh my God. It was so bad. So still, every once in a while, if we see like a super white trash, we're like, ooh, Property of Pistol Pete. What was the name of the guy from the Frogger episode who was like the the truck driver electrician wasn't he like sneaky pete or something like that oh yes it was something like that slippery pete no (laughs) i don't know anyway um yeah matching tattoos and like property of that's so uh, yeah i i can't imagine ever wanting to do that but yeah just fucking weirdos who all want to get the same tattoo it's like some some show that they're all into it's like what's wrong with you people get a life i like how we were when we were talking about getting tattoos all of us and my idea was to get like the broken heart or whatever and we all cannot agree on something that we all want to permanently mar our bodies with and (laughs) the last idea i had (laughs) i said it to you because she was talking about leaning into all the hugs. I'm like, oh, we should all get like hugs tattooed on us. You're like, 
If I'm not going to get a heart, I'm probably not going to get hugs tattooed on me. Like, oh, right. Also, how does like how does that look as a tattoo? Is it like hands like interlocking, like wrapped around I don't even know. I don't know. Is it the word hugs? Is it just two arms? I fucking don't even remember what I was thinking. I don't know. You're like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, boy. So you've not been to Saturdays. Have you been to Hooters? I have been to uh, Hooters on a few occasions. Uh, it's not as, like, titillating as you would imagine. It's, <laughs> like, very boring and extremely sad if you start people watching because there's always, like, one or two guys who know literally every employee's name. Oof. They, like talk to these women like they have a fucking chance in hell and hooters regulars not yeah it's pathetic just so sad and actually this makes me want to go just to watch people again but no this is it's a place with cheap beer terrible food and terrible people so i don't know why you would go here other than the cheap beer yeah, I've always wanted to go just to have like, because I've never gone, and I always wanted to go because I used to, I, I had a phase where I really liked <laughs> wings. <laughs> I thought, well, they're famous for wings and boobs, so I should probably go in there, and I never did. Also, I'm thinking, if you're a guy and you want to go stare at boobs, okay, but now you think you have a chance in hell with these women, you're going to be eating the most disgusting thing to eat in front of somebody is wings. Like, it's lip-smacking. Everything is disgusting. You look like a fucking caveman. No woman is going to want to be into that. Yeah. Um, I've been into uh, eating hot wings uh, for my whole life. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I know very well that it's something that I don't want to do in front of people. But, uh, you know, I like what I like, so I'll do it anyway. But, yeah, um, uh, I don't know. I feel like if you're going somewhere to ogle women, just go to the strip club True. just get it just go cut to the chase yeah why are you even wasting your time like so i don't know if this is just the hooters that i've been to but it's not like super chesty women who work there it's like just regular women who need a waitressing job oh. so i feel like if if you want to go somewhere where you're just gonna objectify a woman just cut to the chase right go to the strip club you don't need the middleman of 70s shorts and wings like Go to the strip club. Exactly. You're just fooling yourself. Or or open another restaurant uh, to rival them called, I don't know, um, uh, Sneaky Pete's Clam Shop or something. <laughs> oh I don't know. God. Okay. A long time ago when I had this fascination with wanting to go to Hooters, I thought, why don't we open up a, a counterpart and have a men's one called Nuts? <laughs> <laughs> And you just have like, like ball cleavage. <laughs> like instead of side boob, you could have side nut. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, yeah, I think I literally thought about that, and it would be like a squirrel with <laughs> instead of like an owl. I don't know. Yeah, I think that could work, uh, but I don't know about side nut. I think you could just. I, yeah, I don't know if many women want to go check that out while they're eating their tiramisu or whatever. <laughs> oh, classy joint. Uh, I think you could just put them in the same shorts, uh, and the uh, moose yes! knuckle will happen naturally. <laughs> oh, that could be the name of it. Let's go to moose knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles with a Z at the end, though. Of course. Old rap music only. All right. <laughs> I think that's enough of that. Do you have anything else from Thursday before we talk about 
the awesome JMOs for this week? Uh, yeah, just one quick last thing. I was kind of happy to have Renee back. Uh, it, I'm always happy when she switches up the guests. And as we know, when it's all men, it can be a little a little one-sided so it was good to have a, a renee back can't wait for ali siegel to be back but uh when i was listening to this i was like i think i am hot for renee again but then oh, i ew. think you know i think that what it is is that she's just so fucking positive and someone like me who's just a black hole that of negativity that just sucks in any light or goodness and just destroys it. I was like, I think just because she's so the opposite of that, that that's what I find appealing about her. That's interesting that you have that opposites attract type of thing because she is very much like a puppy. She's kind of like, I don't know. That's cool. Sounds good to me. She just seems like really positive and fun and like, whatever. I'll just go with the flow type of, and if something gets in your way, it's like, Oh, well next thing. I did like Renee back on the show. It's been a while, and I liked her and David together. It was kind of like, oh, cool. It was like a refreshing, you know, I like the same people all the time, but it is kind of fun when she has mixes it up and has somebody else back on. And hearing her voice again, I thought, oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, I really like her a lot. Yeah, but I think if I was, like, actually to be, like, dating her, I think it would probably get to be a bit much. You think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's talk about JMO. Did you pick a JMO? I actually did this time. Okay. So Laura at Laura D. Kaiser tweeted, When someone who's clearly not disabled and doesn't have a placard parks in a handicap accessible spot, I ask them to move. If they refuse, I block them in with my car, then call the lot security or police until they get a ticket. A hard $500 lesson. Just me or everyone. This lady, there were so many things about this that got me riled up. First, stop snitching. Just... It's not a good look. Why? Why are you doing this? Are you like the parking lot police? Second of all, I have a huge problem with like these tow companies that like tow people for no reason. So I I feel like because I got towed once and like my mom has like got gotten towed a couple of times. It's like these people fucking prey on just innocent people 99.9% of the time. And so you helping them automatically to me makes you the enemy and then third of all is you're going and telling them to move and if they don't you're blocking them in with your car i've seen so many videos on youtube of parking lot road rage where someone will just ram their car into yours try to run you over now at work uh we have to clear parking lots sometimes uh to get our truck into the parking lot and people are so aggressive about it one driver got a gun pulled on him it's like you're taking your life into your hands with these fucking maniacs it's not worth it if you know you can do it like if you're just so compelled to rat this person out i mean by all means do it but if someone decides to run you over you're the one who fucked up because you're messing with these fucking psychos that's so so what kind of what kind of animal parks in a handicapped spot right. just because, you know, they think no one will be there. And the next thing you know, you're buying them a, a new wheelchair because hers is broken. <laughs> okay. I am glad you picked this one. It's the same one I picked. I was listening to it. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, the more it went on, I'm like, holy shit. Who the fuck is this person? And it, you're taking your life in your own hands. You're right. And snitching, you're right. It's not cute. I... 
like standing up for the rights of handicapped people who don't have a place to park. That I understand. But I know Becky has told me from experience that people will literally look at her waiting for to make sure she is handicapped because she's, you know, so everyone's already overly judgy. And it's like, hey, I am. I actually need this spot. Like, move on with your day. What if you're wrong and the person gets out and like, I just feel like there's so many ways that this could go wrong. You're taking your life into your own hands. You could get hurt. You could be killed. You're, st- you're st- it's so aggressive. It's like you're starting something that you don't need to start. If you want to be this person, get a job doing this. Like you can be that person. Go get a job as a police officer or parking police or whatever it is. I like standing up for the rights of others, but you're also having to profile people and judge. And like, how much time in your day do you have to park, to block people in? I, I don't know. That's a huge matzo ball to be like, I'm going to go talk to them and tell them to move. And hopefully you don't see some crutches like um, sitting next to them on their seat. I mean, it's kind of a lot. Agreed. And also, yeah, I agree that, I mean, of course you're trying to stand up for the handicapped person's rights. Like they shouldn't be in that spot. But at the same time, like everywhere I go, those spots are always empty. True. So I'm like... If one is taken, is that the worst thing? I don't think so. And then much like David's story, it could just be some clueless idiot and they'll be gone in two minutes anyway. I feel like, I don't know. I live in a state where gun violence is rampant, so I would not try this. But, uh, 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 you know, more power to her. I am surprised that no one was like, wow, this person sounds like a maniac. But, and David actually, you know, having his story... Which, yeah, it could be some clueless person, but them getting towed might make them look at signs and stuff when they're parking. I mean, he shouldn't feel bad. He taught her a lesson. Hopefully she won't do that again. And of course it's someone in a Mercedes. Like, of course it is. Because, you know, rules don't apply, apparently, everywhere I go. I literally took a picture of someone the other day because I'm like, nowhere to park except for right next to this car that took up two spots. Just like in Seinfeld. (laughs) Oh, this guy has to have two spots. (laughs) It's funny, uh, Allison drives a Mercedes, first of all. I know, and it doesn't match. Yeah, and uh, secondly, Chelsea Peretti on her podcast had a song where it goes, uh, I drive a Mercedes, so I do whatever I want. Yeah, that was a great song. Maybe I'll have to close the show with it, because my only other option is Danger Zone. Oh. (laughs) Oh, wait. I meant to say... I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Henny Loggins, a.k.a. Take me to the liquor store. <laughs> oh, should I put that at the end or should I put that at the beginning? <laughs> I put that at the beginning. Might as well. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it. Mercedes drivers, assholes. Also, certain parking lot police. I Hopefully they... Uh, don't get their ass handed to them one of these days. Support Allison. Buy her book. Leave her an iTunes review. Retweet her on Twitter. Go to her book signing. Support her sponsors. Let's do all of that. It's worth it. It's fun. She does everything for free. Support her on Patreon. That's also fun. Daniel's Watching Hour podcast is coming back, which I'm excited about. He said that I might be able to be back on, you know, with like a Twin Peaks update this coming year and i already bought my tickets to the twin peaks festival and i have some dirt i wanted to talk to him about already so i'm gonna dm him about that and um i'm excited that he's coming back with that it actually makes me want to watch westworld i after he was talking about it watching it originally i watched the original movie and i fucking loved it the show sounds interesting and 
I would watch it just to listen to his show. Side note, is it James Brolin? Holy hunk of man meat. All right. <laughs> if you want to be on this show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Lil Rafi. You can find me at RMC Guitars on Twitter. And mostly, I just want to say that support Allison in any way possible, but also the people that support Allison. That includes Honey Huntsberger, Ali Siegel, Renee Colbert. Listen to Can I Pet Your Dog? I know I've, the episodes I've listened to are great. Just support everyone that supports Allison. These are our people. We gotta, we gotta, you know, keep each other up, you know? I agree. We have to be the Renee Culverts in everybody's lives. We gotta support everybody. We gotta support the team, like you said. And poor Honey Huntsberger did not feel supported. So we gotta, we gotta get out there and be the Allison army that we are. All right, BFFs, I love you. Thank you and good night. <laughs>